Hello, my Bollywood nerds. You are welcome to The Gist. This is basically where I share my opinions on various topics, you know, about what's going on in Bollywood. No rumors. And I also give you, you know, just on um, events that I end up going to. So with that, let's dive right in. Today, I'm basically just going to be fangirling and telling you why I love Sanjay Lila Bansali so much. So, I know that most of my episodes under the gist have been pretty brutal and honest, but this particular one is one that, you know, I'm even smiling as I'm beginning to talk about it because Sanjay Lila Bansali is that one Indian director that really has made an impact on my um, content consumption. And I've never had um, any reason to not like his films, even when the film might not be at its 100%. It always still hits 80 for me um, and stuff. My first Sanjilila Bansali film that I ever saw was Dave Das. Hmm. You see, there is something um, about the way Sanjay does his romantic films that just makes me, I don't know, it's, it's so grand and so it's, it's done on such a big scale that the emotions that are even evoked through the performances are larger than life, but done with a balance to help you to feel what is being put out. Dave Daz was a spectacular, tragic love story that had me bawling like a child by the time the film was done. It revolved around two childhood lovers who came from um, technically different classes, whose families were not um, willing to let them get married. And eventually they fell apart and se their separation was the beginning of their undoing. And at the very end where there was hope that maybe they might be able to revive that love, it never came to pass and we lost, you know, uh, Shah Rukh Khan, who was the male lead at the end of the film. Ooh, it was torture. It was emotional torture to see the journey of this love story fall apart. My goodness. So first of all, I'll start with the cast because we all know that Shah Rukh Khan is the king of love and charm, right? Then you now put him beside the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, Ashwarya Ray. And then you bring in one of the most charismatic actors and dancers, Madhuri Dixit, and with the best supporting uh, cast, you have a fantastic film. Now you see, storyline and cast aside, Sanjalila Bansali weaves a web of romance, tragedy, music, and beauty on a level that I think is matchless. Many people have tried to do the grand, epic, period film genre but nobody has really been able to top what sanjay has been able to do his films including dave Daz, have been one of the most expensive films to be made just based off of the elaborate set pieces that he has and he's a musical being at heart so he even has creative inputs in how his songs are being composed i mean if we're talking about the full package here there has never been a story that hasn't sold itself based on the beauty of, of, of the content alone. And Dave Dad's performances were just, whew, 
They were amazing. I think beyond the storytelling itself, the music, and of course, you know, I will always talk about the music. The new, the music was top notch and so was the dancing. Um, there's a particular song, Do La Re Do. Ah, God. Ashwarya and Madhuri killed it. It was almost like a dance-off. In the film, Ashwarya was Shah Rukh's, um, Shah Rukh's love. And then Madhuri, Madhuri Dixit was the love that he never returned. <laughs> and stuff. And they both existed on two different divides. Um, Ashwarya ended up marrying someone just to, just to get back at Shah Rukh and ended up regretting it. And Madhuri insisted on falling in love with Shah Rukh, even though she would never get that love in return. And both of them happened to meet each other. And at that point where they got to know each other, they both danced together, celebrating the love that both of them have for this, for one man, you know, and it was such a beautifully done number. Um, it was, uh, choreographed by Saraj um, Khan, may her soul rest in peace. And, um, Honestly, I think it's one of the most memorable um, dance uh, numbers in a Bollywood film that I have seen uh, and stuff. But you see, outside of the music, uh, it, one cannot ignore the, ex the immense um, talent that Madhuri Dixit has, not just as an actor, but also as a dancer. And she brought so much nuance and, and you know, flavor to her character and to the film that I feel like probably she did not get as much as she deserved from a critical acclaim standpoint, not taking away from the fact that Shah Rukh and Ashwarya did an amazing and fantastic job. But that's what it does. As I ventured on into watching films with that Sanjay Leela Bansali has done, I found that he, he unintentionally seems to pull a certain level of controversy along with him, with every body of work that he does, especially when he chooses to do a period film that is based on a historical figure who could either be mythical or actually be real or be semi-fictitious or have some kind of, you know, religious following. And unfortunately, um, you know, Indians are very sensitive about these things and find that, and they feel that, you know, it could be, um, detrimental to the reputation or the regard in which this this person or being is held when it you know it is brought to screen contrary to how um, america uses it to humanize and and acknowledge this person uh, this kind of person in their history and stuff and it's completely understandable i mean you know to each his own and stuff and he faced that heat when he did his last film padmavat which was um, in which he cast um, um ranveer Deepika and Shahid. That film had so much drama surrounding it. First of all, there was the rumored, um, you know, um, there was the rumored conflict between Shahid and Ranveer over, you know, being the, the male lead and all that scenario. But the biggest problem was the fact that the character in this film, you know, is a is historical figure who, based on research, we're not even sure actually existed. But has been immortalized over time and is somewhat worshipped in some way by the people, you know, by her people. And um, the topic was a very sensitive one because in the film, um, Padmavat being an exceptionally beautiful woman who attracted the attention of an insane man, even though she was married to, um, you know, the Rajputs, um, the king of her, her place and whatever, so in a bid to escape being taken prisoner by this crazy guy that is called Alauddin Kilji, she commits suicide along with all the women in her harem and stuff. And it was honestly, it was brutal, it was brutal to see and, and stuff. But 
Padmavat for me, I was slightly polarized about my opinion because um, it was good in pockets, but not as a whole for me. It dragged on a little bit. I think because of the amount of heat that the film got and the amount of edits that had to be done to adjust to sensibilities, it affected the total the the eventual outcome of the film. But Ranveer stole the show as Alauddin Kiliji. I've never seen such an evil character that I have loved so much. As in, you know the kind of person, literally that character was that, was that one that you love to hate. Literally. And it was, it was absolute madness. I wasn't too impressed by Deepika or Shahid. They both came off as slightly, um, um, you know, expressionless for me. And I think I've outgrown the the heroic damsel that um, Deepika has played over time in um, in Sanjay's films. And I think this is the only film by Sanjay that did not capture me 100%. But if we're going to go down the line, I mean, first of all, there was Ramlila, Golion, Ramlila, Raslila, or whatever. Which, oh, <laughs> I mean, Dole Paje, Dole Paje, Die, Die, Dum, Dum, Die. All the songs in that film, I know from beginning to end. It was such a beautiful film. You know, it was um, his own adaptation of um, Romeo and Juliet. And this is the only version of Romeo and Juliet across every language that I have watched and actually liked. For some reason, as much as the story is a very romantic historical story by Shakespeare, every film that is Romeo and Juliet that I've seen has bored me to death or has been overtly exaggerated to the point where I'm just like, yo, what's the point, people? But you see, with Ramlila, no. Ranveer and Deepika make a very beautiful couple on and off screen. Let's start there. But you see, the performances in this film and Sanjadila Bansali's take on the story and how he made it Indian, appealing, and amazing to look at. Look, people, let's just say that I really do love Sanjadila Bansali. And this entire episode is me raving about the fact that I think he's so awesome. So just take it. If you've never heard of Sanjadila Bansali, my dear people, use this as your reference point to find his movies and watch them. Anyways, I think my favorite Sanjay Lila Bansali film is Bajara Mastani. Oh, here we go again. Bajara Mastani was a turning point for me um, as a viewer of Indian cinema. I had seen a lot of stuff already. I'd seen some of the old stuff and some of the new stuff. But when I saw, when I saw Bajara Mastani... My, my complete perspective of um, Indian cinema and that genre and the music and the culture completely changed because there was a magic in the way um, Sanjay brought life to that story. And you see the cast that he had, which is something that I find really amazing. He always, the thing is he tends to use the same characters in various ways across his films. But even when he doesn't, he's, he, he has a very clear vision of who he casts. And it, it's always as though the roles were tailor-made for them, even though in a, lot of time, in a lot of situations, the story exists before he casts and stuff. But Bajra Mustani is a film that is in a class of its own, and it won so many awards when it came out. Because, first of all, that film established Ranveer, Ranveer Singh as a very diverse 
um, actor who has a lot more up his sleeve than people give him credit for. It also gave people an insight into just how much Deepika can do if she's given enough room to exp explore her horizons. And most importantly, it, it sealed the deal of the fact that Priyanka Chopra is an amazing actor. No matter how much people tend to take a stab at her for being ambitious and whatever, she is an amazing actor. And the three of them were the ones who carried the weight of this film. Even the supporting cast did a fantastic job. And the music, which some of it was done by um, Vishal and Shaker, was... Man, what are we talking about? It was amazing. And then we had um, Shreya, Shreya um, Goshal as well on some of the tracks. And Sanjay literally composed, you know, the songs like... Um, Tinkaratu, Tinkaratu... Uh, no, no, no. Not that. Uh, what do you call it now? Pingagapuri, uh, Pingagapuri... And all those other songs like that. So... Yeah, that is just the aesthetic of the film, which ooh, there was one particular scene um, that Deepika was in where she sang The entire set was gold. It was gold. They built that set from top to bottom at Film City, and it was golden. All the jewelry was gold, the clothes were gold, and they were gold in a very tasteful way. That even though it looked expensive, it didn't look tacky. The, oh God, the grandeur of these films cannot be expressed by just speaking English. You need to see how much effort goes into the costuming, into the set design, into the lighting, into the aesthetics that he creates for every scene. The setup is so elaborate that there is no how you won't be transported into the world that he has created to carry this story along. That Diwani um, scene, Diwani Mastani, it, and the song in itself, it was... It's probably one of the most memorable scenes in the entire film, just based on its appearance alone. Yeah, like I said, guys, I really love Sanjali Bansali, and he also helps me to love Ranveer even more. I think that Sanjali Bansali and Ranveer are a match made in heaven, and I always compare them to Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, because Tim Burton and Johnny Depp... Uh, um, you know, created magic through the eccentricity of the characters that they created together. The same goes for Sanjay and Ranveer Singh. The most elaborate and most diverse and most unexpected characters and quirky characters that have come out of Ranveer Singh has been as a result of his collaboration with Sanjay Lila Bansali, just as you have with Johnny Depp and Tim Burton with the Edward Scissorhands and the rest. That combination just brings magic to life on screen. And they have done so many amazing films together that it's, you know, sometimes when you don't see Ranveer in a, in a Sanjay film, it's almost as though you're being deprived of something awesome um, and stuff. And I think it also gave um, Ranveer the opportunity to expand and grow so much that now that he is completely open, there's no role that you can throw at him that he cannot handle. Bajram Astani is basically the story of a warrior who is married that falls in love with the warrior princess when he goes to help her save her, um, her empire. Um, and because they come from different um, religions and different empires and he's already married, his family did not accept her 
And even though they tried to bring her in as a concubine, he fell help hopelessly in love with her at the expense of his actual love with Kashibai, which was played by Priyanka and stuff. And again, I don't know if Sanjay Lila Bansali has experienced heartbreak or some kind of, of pain or trauma growing up. <laughs> no offense. But his love stories are always tragic. Rarely will you see a happy ending with his films, but you see the poetry of it and the beauty and the pain of it is what just makes it easy to swallow even if you're weeping at the end of the film which i did again with bajirao mastani i mean i'm always crying at the end of a sanjay film it's ridiculous the waterworks just you know kick in and stuff there there have been so many films that sanjay has done that has brought me to a point a point of emotional release that is just you know words cannot fully describe now you see i think the most unexpected film for me that sanjay did was guzarish and i'll explain why um at the time when i saw the film i was not yet really into rithik roshan as an actor from the first time i saw rithik roshan i fell in love with how hot he is i mean that guy is He's sinfully fine. It's not fair to the female generation and even the men. I mean, how do you, you can't live up to that. And then you're, as a woman, you're constantly pining for that. Why? Only you, beautiful eyes. Only you, fine hair. One human being, six pack abs, eight pack abs. Play, ah, ah. But that's, that, yeah, <clears throat> moving on. But yes, I had not, I was yet to experience him as an actor that I would actually take my time out to watch. So when I jumped on the Guzarish train, um, I saw him in a completely different light. He played the role of a quadriplegic man who was once um, a, a famous magician but had been ridden to, you know, a chair with no use of his body beyond his face. And um, he had started, you know, his life in that condition by being a positive um, um, voice to people who are dealing with what he, he's been dealing with by having a radio show and then one day decides that he wants to end his own life mercy killing now this storyline sounds similar if you've seen films like me before you but this film came out way before me before you even happened and um it was hard to watch um ashwarya ray played his um his nurse who stayed with him and apparently was in love with him the entire time and, um, you know, he met a young uh, magician who wanted to be mentored by him so that he could become a magician. Now, that story was too deep for me to handle. I'll be very honest. And it took a day or two for it for me to shake it off. And the reason being that, you see, Rithik's performance ruined me. I was crying from the from like the third or fourth scene. And the reason why was because of First of all, I will never understand the concept of mercy killing beyond the fact that I know that if you are not in that position, you cannot understand the pain and the mental torture that, that the patient is, is, is experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis. But I couldn't watch him die. And I'm happy that we didn't have to actually see it happen because I don't think I would have been able to keep it together. And... 
I think it was more of a shock to everyone because he had spent his entire life with a disability being such a positive voice that motivates and encourages people who are in his position and even those who are not in his position to, you know, see the brighter side of life. But at the same time, he had gotten to a point where he just, he wasn't willing to live anymore. Omo, it pained me. It really hurt. And he found a sense of purpose in his last days by mentoring this young man who gave him a new zeal for life, you know, something to do other than just be helpless in his chair. But still, he was not living much of a life because he was at the mercy of everyone. And you see, there's an insanity. I mentioned this when I was talking about Bang Bang as well. There was an insanity that he brought to his character that was such a huge contrast from the beauty you see on his face that made his character so much more haunting than that, that man, it was disturbing and uncomfortable to watch, but also a, mag a, a magnificent performance that you cannot ignore in a hurry. And as I've always said, I think after watching that film, Rithik Roshan has really been underrated as an actor. I think he has been stereotyped because he's a pretty boy who can do action and some other things. This film did him the justice that he deserves and combining him with an equally beautiful woman once again it was too much beauty in one film when you have ashwarya ray with beautiful eyes and you have rithik roshan with beautiful eyes why must you torture every regular human being in that way however i digress the combination of their acting their emotion and the way they bared their souls in that film as always, had me crying so stupidly, but at the same time made me thankful and grateful for the life that I have. It's so easy to take for granted the privileges that you have until you realize that there are people, there, will, there are always people who have it worse and you should be thankful for where you are. I'm not going to preach, but I am going to tell you with all of this English that I have spoken, these are the reasons why I love Sanjay Dila Bansali. I don't think anybody has been able to pull off this genre in various ways and even in the times when he has experimented that did not necessarily work for me like Sawaria which I hated he has always been able to maintain his essence in his storytelling when you see a Sanjay Lila Bansali film you know it's a Sanjay Lila Bansali film he has created a, an identity for his brand and his way of storytelling and the way he you know he works with his actors I mean even the creative process that the actors have to go through when they're working with him they all complain because it's so hard, but they all come out of it for, you know, better for it because they learn so much. That, that kind of experience is an immersive experience that I personally would, would, be, would feel privileged to have. And I hope that one day I not only get to meet him, but I get to watch him create as well. Honestly, India, come and carry me. I think I'm your citizen by association. The time has come for you to look at me and say, Dear Bollywood nerd, we would like to officially invite you to come and experience our culture for the next six months. I will come. Don't worry. Just put me in the house and give me non-veg food. I'm a chop it. But on a serious note, I'd love to go to India and um, experience Holi and probably Diwali because it's, you know, the, the, the best uh, holidays to experience there and stuff. But my guys, uh, this is why I love Sanjelila Bansali so much he has given me such a beautiful viewing experience that i will never ever forget because when you have images that beautiful and grand they're plastered in your memory forever and with that all this fangirling included 
My dear Bollywood nerds, do you know who Sanjay Lila Bansali is? Have you seen his films and which of his films are your favorite? As you know, share them with me in the comment section. The Bollywood Nerd is out.